0: Good morning from Westpac, and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Murray Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets, overnight all eyes were on the US CPI inflation data. It was a bit weaker than expected, but it caused an outsized move in financial markets. We saw bond yields plunging, the US dollar plunging, and equities surging on the result. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is down 1.4% on the day, and it sits at a three-month low. All the majors rose against the US dollar. The Aussie dollar rose from 63.60 to 64.98, and the Kiwi rose from 58.64 to 59.93, so decent gains there. The Aussie Kiwi Cross didn't do too much uh, overall. Um, It fluctuated between 108.31 and 108.69. In the commodity markets, brink crude oil rose a little bit further, up 0.3%, coppers up 0.5%, iron ore, a little change at $130, and gold up 0.9%. The interest rate markets, we saw some really big moves in the US. The two-year Treasury yield fell over 20 basis points from 5.04 to 4.83, and the 10-year yield similarly fell from 4.63 to 4.43%. Uh, That suggests that positioning and expectations in the market uh, were something quite different to the result that we got. Uh, Yes, CPI inflation was weaker, but only by about 0.1, so uh, it tells you that the markets were probably expecting something um, either unchanged or a bit stronger. Uh, What are they pricing now for the next Fed meeting on the 14th of December? They've pretty much priced out any chance of a rate hike, and same for the uh, early part of next year. In other words, uh, markets are saying we're done, and they're now starting to price in greater chances of easing uh, from next year onwards. Australian interest rates, uh, they went with the move, but uh, only partially so, given the more hawkish RBA backdrop of late. Three year government bond yields fell just over 10 basis points uh, from 4.31 to 4.19 percent, while the 10 year yield fell from 4.69 to 4.56 percent. Markets are pricing in next to no chance of another rate hike at the December meeting, but they are pricing in a 75 percent chance of one by June of next year. And for New Zealand market pricing, um, that priced out rate hikes some time ago and that remains the case so pretty much no chance of a hike at the November meeting and similarly next to no chance of one by February. Now the CPI data in the US overnight which caused all of those uh, very big movements in the markets, uh, it was for the October month it was 0.1 softer than expectations. So the headline came at an annual rate of 3.2% against expectations of 3.3. That is, though, a fall from 3.7%. And if you strip out the uh, food and energy bits and get to something approaching a core measure, um, that was 0.2% for the month, 4% annual, against expectations of 4.1%. So again, not a big miss, um, suggesting that, uh, yeah, as I say, market positioning and expectations were largely behind the outsized moves. We did hear from a couple of Fed members after the data. Uh, they welcome the progress on inflation, but they're not getting too carried away. Uh, Barkin and Gouldsby both spoke, Barkin saying that, uh, yes, the numbers are coming down, but much of it's on the back of... Uh, Uh, reversing these COVID area price spikes, Um, but things like shelter and shelter inflation remain higher than historical averages, and so too does uh, services inflation. So uh, they're not getting too carried away, but welcoming the move, which is in the right direction for the Fed. Now looking ahead to the day, uh, what's on the calendar? Quite a busy calendar today, globally. Starting with New Zealand, we've got a batch of items for the markets to watch. Uh, electronic retail spending might be a bit softer. We've got the RBNZ's Quarterly Household Expectations Survey, which will give us another uh, look at what inflation is expected to do. Uh, the Reserve Bank will be paying attention to this, so so too should the market. We also get uh, monthly migration, uh, which should remain strong. Could indeed uh, see an annual uh, record high. And we get housing data from the REINZ, which uh, should uh, also remain uh, robust. Then in Australia, we'll get wage price inflation. Uh, Westpac is picking a 1.3% gain for the September quarter. Uh, this will be helped by minimum wage increases. Then further afield, we've got uh, Q3 GDP growth in Japan. In China, we'll have the big monthly data dump for the month of October, gives us a good update on what activity is doing. This includes stuff like retail sales, industrial production, fixed asset investment, and more. Then further up in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, we'll have UK uh, CPI inflation, and in the US, there's more data to come, uh, we'll have PPI inflation, uh, which you would think would be moving in the same direction as the CPI, i.e., lower. Uh, we also get October retail sales activity. Uh, we're looking for potential underlying weakness to come through uh, further. So, uh, big and a busy uh, data calendar for markets to digest today, suffice to say, uh, likely to cause further volatility in the markets. Uh, and I shall wrap up there and be back again, same time tomorrow morning. Thank you very much for listening.